<clears throat> You're listening to the Sans Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Previously on stories from the Grey Hill Free Company. Well, um, yes. Is uh, this what you've come to talk about? Do you wish to retire? Eventually, sure, but no, I guess... Um, what? So we, we couldn't put a stop to it initially, I guess they, they turned it on. And so 400 golems um, up and left to whoever, I guess, made the contract? Moramash turns back and thoughtfully towards all the scrolls behind him. Sweating bullets, Adam. Sweating bullets. <laughs> he starts pulling at scrolls and starts setting them down on the table one after another. We need to go to the capital. This skips over Greyhill entirely. We need to go to the capital and speak to the distribution center. We yes. need to speak yes. to someone above us. What about if, if you make new friends here who are going to lots of different adventures and then you can just go with them and check the fireplaces when you go on the adventures? That that might be a bit better because we're only going to one place, which is a city. Fire nods. Okay. Do we have armaments for the people that can use them? Moramash at the stables turns around, snaps his fingers and says, yes, that's right. We should, we should, we should. He hurries you over to, there's like an equipment tent. Before you leave, though, I would like everyone to bump themselves up to level five. Yes. Ooh. yes, yes, yes. You set off. You ride hard and you ride fast. You maybe actually Moramash sends a bird ahead of you, like a messenger bird ahead of you, to another one of the mercenary camps, and he just requests seven fresh horses halfway through so that you can ride the horses really hard, and he pays... You have no idea, but when you get to this other mercenary camp, he just gives them a big old bag of gold. You do not think he has paid market price for these horses, he pays an exorbitant amount from a competing adventuring company. But nonetheless, you get seven fresh horses so that you can ride hard immediately again. Nice. Perfect. All right. Um, okay. I trust him. You ride well into the night, looming in the darkness ahead of you. You see like, like black upon black shadow in the night sky. You see... Fairburn Point, the capital of the this surrounding area. Grey Hill is but a small, almost nothing city compared to Fairburn Point. Grey Hill does not have walls and does not have a castle or keep. Fairburn Point has both of those. As you approach, you see the wall that extends all the way around, and also you can hear the crashing waves because it is a coastal city. You hear the crashing waves and you smell the salt air of being near the sea. As you approach the gates, there is a the gates are shut for the night, and you see guards atop the wall. Halt! Who goes there? Um, uh, Moramash. Call, I feel like yeah. it's up to Moramash. <laughs> I, mean, I feel yeah. like we're all just sort of like waiting for Moramash. <laughs> Moramash pulls his horse up. His horse is like foaming, foaming at the foaming. His horse is foaming at the mouth. No, his horse <laughs> is foaming at the mouth from the exertion that you have had riding this hard for this long. He pulls his horse up and calls out, I am Moramash, uh, uh, one of the higher-ups, leaders of the Grey Hill Free Company. I demand entrance to this city immediately. No one enters the city at night, not under anyone's orders except that of Lord himself or, of course, of his highest advisors. Moramash shakes his head. 
simply not good enough. I demand entrance at once, or I demand to speak to someone to give us entrance at once. Um, Moramash attempts an intimidation. How good yeah, is he at intimidating? He's pretty scary. Yeah, he, he's pretty good, actually. Yeah. The sentry the hesitates. He turns around. Mm. He sees conferring with some other guards. Mm. All right, then, you wait here. I'm going to go get someone to let you, who might be able to let you in. He leaves. Moramash turns back to you and says, there is a distinct possibility that any person we talk to might be part of a conspiracy. Yes. So I think it's worth having a conversation now about what we might do. So we approach this person and we say, here's what we've got. Now you role play. You be the... <laughs> okay, Moramash. You be Moramash. What? We didn't get this last yeah, time. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Sorry. All right. So there's a distinct possibility that anyone we talk to might be part of a conspiracy. Of course. Yeah. So uh, I see three distinct outcomes. The first outcome is we are alone in their territory. Um, and there is every possibility that they might just have us killed. In which case, we fight our way out to the best of our ability. Anyone who can makes their way back to Greyhill, um, to the Greyhill camp. Uh, and we try to, well, uh, we, we're speaking with some sort of leader, but they're not the Lord and they're not in charge of the distribution center. They're not, mm. not necessarily anyone too important. So perhaps there is still chance to beseech um, to beseech someone here, the, the Lord of Fairburn Point, or uh, someone else higher on the scale. Yes, yes of course. Um, failing that, we might have to go, I don't know, somewhere to like Highdale, to the capital capital, to where the king himself lives, mm. um, and beseech them there. Uh, then, perhaps, they, uh, they are shocked at this, and they decide, like I did, to bump this up the, bump this up the chain of command. Uh, yes. In which, in which case, obviously, we follow it to its very conclusion. Yes, because if we was getting an army of 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 mercenaries mm. and an army of iron golems, I, I don't expect the um, I guess the king in Hydale should 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 be warned at the very least. And then finally, most troublingly, perhaps they are shocked. They tell us they are going to bump it up the chain of command. Indeed. And then that night, when we're eating dinner, we are poisoned. Yes, yes, we've had yes. Um, very similar thoughts. Ah, yes. I Moramash <clears throat> pauses for a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right. Well, well, it's good to know we sort of yes. we got the outcomes right. Yeah, yeah I trust you more than us. No offense, us. Yeah. I I dread to think of it, but there is actually maybe a fourth op- uh, uh, option. Yes. It is possible that the rot is so ingrained that going up the chain is not going to help us. In that case, if it is too ingrained to even have a hope, then this entire city, we must assume, is hostile. Every member of its gentry, every member of its working class, uh, uh, every adventurer within these walls yes. is our enemy. Okay. In which case, we might have to flee. I mean, out of the country. Not just, not just out of Fairburn Point, not just to Highdale, but out of Candor. In yeah. which case, it is many weeks' ride 
but Goldcrest is the closest land uh, uh, here that is not Candor. Uh, the easiest way would perhaps be by boat, but Fairburn Point is not without its own flotilla of sorts. Yeah. So that cool. carries with it a high degree of danger. So we need to make at least, I guess at least one of us has to make this out of here to, to perhaps yes. warn the others. Um, in case that person is not you, um, should we have any of your seals or something like that that we can tell uh, any of the others it, um, back at camp to, 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 that we need to, to, to leave? Uh, Big T, please, ride closer. Moramash rides so that he is next to you. Uh, turn around. Can I have your back for a moment? Yes. Moramash, pu- no Moramash pulls out pen and paper, puts the paper on your back, and writes something on the paper. He rolls it up, and then uh, he signs it, rolls it up, and then, well, he doesn't have a seal, but he, like, ties a little ribbon around it and hands it. Uh, well, wouldn't he be here? He'd probably make a few of these, wouldn't he? Hands yeah, he us. probably makes a few, actually. Yeah, yeah you would yeah. have time as well. He makes enough for one for each of you. He hands one to each of you, and he says, each of those um, divests control of the Greyhill Free Company to the holder of that letter. Whoever gets back, if it is only one of you, yeah. With that letter, you should have the authority to take control of the company. Well, I hope it's all of us together. Um, I hope it's you, Mama. Is there any? Like, is there anything that we would um, we would have to know logistically? Like, these are the keys that do this. These are the keys that do this. Speak uh, to Hank. Hank knows is everything. It just ask Hank. Yes, Hank everything. Just go to Hank. Give this letter to Hank. Look, I'm not, Hank will know it all. I'm not terribly concerned about um, what state. The company survives in, so oh, long yeah, as it yeah, survives. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, so, just like, like logistically, yes. like you have this. Is it just you have this? Give it to Hank. Hank will know what to do. Moramash grabs you by the arm, Glubble pulls you in close, and says, "I trust you. I trust whatever decision you make would be the correct one. Failing that, Hank knows most of the operations of the company. Do we have any? Um, if that does happen, the worst case, I guess. Do, do we have any uh, contacts in in Goldcrest? Uh." Not really. Hank might know some people. I'm not sure. Um, but the, the the Brotherhood of Accountants is wide widespread and uh, ingrained. But yet, yeah, uh, uh, you might need to rebuild things from the ground up. Yes. Um, but that might not be the worst thing. Yeah. Should that happen, perhaps I don't know. You could put your own mark on the Grey Hill Free Company. I like to think. I like to think that the things we build in life. Um, show every bit of our DNA as our children do. Well, let's hope it doesn't come to that. After having this little discussion, after him writing a note for each of you, and each of you has one tucked away somewhere, the gates to Fairburn Point slowly rise before you, and then stepping through the gateway is a man, a knight, perhaps. He wears resplendent armor. It gleams in the moonlight. It is simply beautiful. He wears a long red cloak, Deepest, deepest red. So so rich in color that even in the darkness you can see it. He He's an elf, impossibly handsome. He looks like a knight from a fairy tale. And as he approaches, you see that he is old, but not so old that he does not have, like, a, he does not have vitality about him. Mm. He's not, he's not Gluppel's age yet. Mm. <laughs> as he approaches, you see that there is embossed upon his breastplate there is a, a, a sigil, like a house sigil or like a 
mocking him as a membership of some sort of group. It is a dainty slipper. Gluppel, that's so sad. Gluppel, you never, uh, no one ever read you bedtime stories. Big mm. T, <laughs> you, you you had a happy childhood. <laughs> Look at the way. Uh, I was in the swamp. Pages they they get all soggy when you go underwater. It's fine. Looking at looking at the sigil, not through Zia Mia's memory, but with your own eyes and without the bloodstains as well. You recognize this. This is a this is the sigil. This is the representation of Grace's companions. They are the adventuring company, the group that every other company styles themselves after. Leopold's errant mercenaries, the Greyhill Free Company, you are all pale in comparison to them. While this insignia is probably less known, which is why you didn't immediately pick up on it, the tales of Grace's companions are literally the stuff of legend. If this person gives you their name, there is a pretty good chance you will know them hmm. or know of them. Oh my goodness! I, I, I mean, I knew they were real, but I didn't know they were real, real. <laughs> or is it like very well known that they are? <laughs> if I'm tell, if I'm being well, told you... as a bedtime story, am I like, oh my god, they're like a real? It's just uh, like how he was described in the picture books. The amount of mythologizing that goes on around Grace's companions, you absolutely could have been like, I thought they weren't real. Uh, it's <laughs> like it's like if Cass, if you, it could be Cass if you encountered a dragon. Oh. Well, I mean, it makes sense if all the stories about them. But Who? What? This is, they're, they're famous. They're, they're like the adventuring company. I got told about these guys when I was a kid. Who are they? When I was just, uh, just your height. Who are who, who? That's the, that's Sir Grace's companions. Do I know the name at least, or did I just yeah, not even? Yeah, the name know? absolutely. The yeah. sigil is something a little bit less common, but the name absolutely. You know Grace's companions. Oh, oh. Yeah, but what Any, it's it's hard to be an adventurer and not have heard of Grace's companions. For you, I guess they're less of a fairy tale and more like a you go to an area and you see a statue dedicated to them. Mm. Right, I, I I'm fairly certain I I, oh, I think I collected basically collected cards of, of of some of them when I was younger. Do you know who that guy is? Do we? <laughs> um, if we rack our brains real hard right now. Now that we know who they are. Tree Stump, once again, you you had a happy childhood. You, there was I had like bootleg collected cards. I get it. <laughs> There's a picture book depicting this person. His name is Sir Laika Silvermoon. I think there's Laika Silvermoon. Sir Laika Silvermoon. Um. Sir Laika Silvermoon is one of the like periphery members of Grace's Companions. Still incredibly famous and important in their own right. You know that like a silver moon, so like a silver moon is like an old, old family friend of Sir Grace. Sir Grace being obviously the leader of Grace's companions. Right. Yeah. yeah. It would make a lot of sense, Tree Stump. Well, no, once again, this is a beautiful, it happens all the fucking time with you two. But something that Gluppel knows and something that Big T knows could overlap <laughs> to give you so much richer and in, so much richer information. But unfortunately, Alas. 
Gluppel does not know who Like a Silver Moon is, uh, but Big T does. And Big T's knowledge that Sir Like a Silver Moon is an old family friend of the Graces would overlap with your knowledge that, oh, this person probably does a lot of managing for Grace's companions. So it would make a lot of sense for this person to also be here in Fairburn Point, where Sir Grace currently resides. I mean, I would say, oh, he's an old family friend. Like, I'm excited. I'm talking about them like is Sir, like it's K-pop or something. Is, does that mean that Sir Grace is here in Fairburn Point? Why would that mean that? Well, if, if you're it absolutely saying- would. Uh, no, Big T, you would probably understand that much, uh, at least. Oh, you're right. See. Oh, my God, is he? Do we meet him? <gasps> what if he's bad? <laughs> um, no, no. So Ooh, like a silver moon guys. With, his, with his helmet tucked underneath his arm, gets to you, and with an incredibly charming smile, he says, well, now, what seems to be the problem? Surely they're, uh, they're Nothing. They surely wouldn't, they might not know. I say to Big T, they just might not know. They just might not know, they're good guys. Um, Waiting for Moramash again. <laughs> we, we are, we're here with with very troubling information that we, we need to pass on to, well, I, I guess, Sir, Sir Grace. Is he, is he here? So Silvermoon gives like a, uh, a little bit of a chuckle, but then looking from each of your faces, the very serious expressions you have, he matches your seriousness and says... Well, uh, I can only imagine fellow adventurers such as yourselves. You might be, if, you're mm-hmm. a, if you are one who kind of mythologizes adventuring, for him to call you fellow adventurers is probably well, a really big compliment. I, I tried not to shit. I, <laughs> <laughs> I want to take like the cue of what Boromar, like I like, glance to Boromash and maybe the other, like, yeah. Moramash does not seem in any way impressed by this. Okay. Moramash, I... Moramash steps forwards. Well, he dismounts, steps towards Silvermoon and says, yes, I would like to see Sir Grace or someone, anyone, immediately, please. Is Sir Grace in charge of distribution? Yes, yeah, sorry. Distribution. Yes. <clears throat> Silvermoon responds, uh, not, not directly. I handle a lot of the distribution for quests. You're Moramash, correct? Uh, I believe we met a few times at a party up at the castle. Moramash nods slowly, kind of like half recalling it. Yes, I, yes, I, yes, I think we did. Yes, well, please follow me. Uh, I'll send someone. He snaps his fingers and someone scurries away. I'll send someone to fetch Sir Grace himself. Um, uh, uh, can I get you something to drink? You look like you've been on the road hard and long. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. We've, we've, we've packed enough supplies. You walk with Sir Silvermoon through the town. You, no, you, would either of you been, have been to a major city before, like Fairburn Point? Like, I, I reckon we would have done it on occasion. Yeah. Sure. Like, we probably have been for to missions. Fairburn Point before. Like, yeah, if we've, we've been, been in this surrounding area for, for a while. But like, but you know, like maybe it's five like years event. ago it's or like something like that. Going to the big city. Yeah. It's not common. You're traveling with two other knights. Both of them have that that slipper embossed upon their armor. Neither of them seem particularly important. They just look like maybe foot knights or something like that. Unimportant knights. You're traveling through the city. You see that it is, you both know 
that even a major city, a major city sees a lot more nighttime activity than anything else. Somewhere like Grey Hill, nighttime comes around, it's dead. Nothing's happening. No Mm. one is in the streets. Mm. A major city like Fairburn Point, you get a couple of people in the streets. Fair enough. The city is a buzz with activity. You see people walking around, like loads of people walking around. Many of them appear to be knights of with the, that like embossment upon their armor, but you see other different types of banners and mm. other different like groups of people. So not just knights, but like uh, uh, maybe guardsmen or foot soldiers, that sort of stuff. You see some mounted cavalry stuff like that. Very quickly, you work out that it is only combat troops. The city is full of soldiers. That's <clears throat> good. Uh, a great deal, many of them are taking around metal cages or containers of different sorts with strange exotic animals in them. You see beholders with like hoods over their heads being led around on chain and leash. As you move your way through the city, you get to towards the second wall. There's uh, an outer wall, an inner wall, and then the castle itself. As you approach the inner wall, you see that your ranks begin swelling. What was mm. two knights plus Sir Silvermoon becomes four knights plus Silvermoon. Mm. Um, are we still all on horseback or like? Uh, no, you all dismounted when Moramash dismounted. Okay. Unless okay. you specify otherwise. No. Am I keeping up pace? Is that. The, the, the amulet made me... By now, you've been wearing the amulet long enough to attune okay. to it. You can keep pace, yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. cool. Um, maybe uh, if we're noticing a lot of the, the, the armies and, like, the military kind of, like, nature of everything, and this is kind of new to us, mm-hmm. I, I think this would be when uh, muttering to Mora Marsh that I think we've made a terrible mistake. Mora Marsh has gone alabaster white once more. He doesn't say anything, <clears throat> though. Mm. You uh, keep approaching the outer wall. Uh, inner wall, oh, sorry. No other option, really. By the time mm-hmm. you get to the inner wall, four knights plus Sir Silvermoon has become six knights plus Sir Silvermoon. You pass through. You see that the in- this is something. Yeah, you've both been in major cities. You know, inner walls on major cities don't typically have, unless there's a siege happening, they do not typically have sentries here. Unless, uh, yeah, unless there's some special reason, they would not have sentries. Uh, Sometimes, maybe, for various reasons, some places do. Fairburn Point has no reason to have the number of sentries here that it does. This place seems like a a city that is currently gearing up for war, Mm. which, which you don't know what war is happening. Um, yeah. when was the last time you were here, Moramash? Moramash glances at you and says, uh, months. And, um, has much changed? I would say, I would say that it has become busier than it was previously. I would also like to add that at, that at daytime, it's harder to notice things. Hmm. That's fear. As you pass the inner inner wall, you see on the inside of the inner wall, so when you go through the wall, you see on your left and right, there are a bunch of sentries who are kneeling before little altars just inside, just where the gate is. The altar, the altar is like just a, a table with a white linen cloth thrown over it. 
and there is a bowl full of viscera. They are praying to it. Maybe I'm going a little bit alabaster. Yeah, this is getting Ooh. yuck. This is Sus and worrying. Yuck. Awful combination. Um, you begin to approach the keep, and mm-hmm. as you pass through mm-hmm. those gates, yes. six knights plus Sir Silvermoon becomes eight knights plus and Sir Silvermoon. <clears throat> is, uh, I think, the option. Are we about to be murdered? <laughs> yeah. The option four. Hounds. Wait, which one? Which one was? Um, which which option was fleeing again? Uh, fleeing is uh, was if the rot was too deep, and that was option four. A uh, uh, terrifying option four, where the entire city could be considered hostile. That is presenting itself. So I I, I think I'll, I'll just uh, <clears throat> maybe maybe say I, I think um, option four was is looking more and more likely now. Moramash, Moramash says. I don't know if option four is a possibility anymore, but he looks at each of you and you see like he slows down for a minute. And as he slows down uh, the last two nights, the seven and eight who added to your column, they're like right up the back as your group slows down that you could tell they purposely bump into, I'll say maybe Sarin and Tavertine or right up the back. They Mm. purposely bump into them to, Hurry your group along. You are not slowing down <clears throat> on your journey towards the keep. Yeah. Uh, but you slow down just a, maybe a fraction, slow enough that Moramash can turn around and look at each of you. And he says, when it happens, I will buy you the time I can, and you do not look back. I'm... I just nod. Thank you, Moramash. Yes. Thank you. The way the city is designed... The keep abuts onto the inner wall, and the closest place between the inner wall and the outer wall is where the keep abuts to it. The most defenses will be there, but if they are as they should be, they will be guarding from the outside, not from the inside. So if you are quick, you may be able to use that as your exit. He looks back at the inner wall, and you see that the gate for the inner wall is being closed after you. Do not go out the way we came in. Yes. Mormage. I'm sorry. The the keep. Um, have either of you ever been to Fairburn Point before, specifically, as opposed to other major cities? Uh, we would have. I reckon there would have been a time where we had to go collect an ingredient for something from the city. Yeah. Okay, we didn't want to leave the city. Yeah. Or, like, go into the city. Yeah. The city keep was mostly... Not necessarily decorative. It is a defensive structure, but mm. it was assumed that if an army made its way to the keep, it's basically done for. There was no protections around the keep itself, just the outer wall, the inner wall, and then the walls of the keep itself. A moat is currently being dug around the keep, and you see other siege works going on. Not only are they digging a moat, like a whole a, a, a channel all around the keep, they are using that dirt to make a wall on the inner part of the moat. So you would need to get into the moat and then climb, not just out, but up over a little earthen hill. Okay. Is the moat full of anything, like water still, no, or is it all just empty? It's still under construction. Okay. Okay. Um, as, as, hmm? Okay. I'm trying to clock any drainages. You don't see any here. Okay. The gates, there. there's like a, do you know what a portcullis is? I feel like I've explained this before, but maybe it bears repeating. It's portcullis. 
the stubby stabby gate that goes down yeah yeah it's like if you've ever if you've ever seen a fantasy movie or even just a medieval movie of any sort when you're looking at a castle and it's like the metal grill that goes up or down over the door Mm. that's a portcullis you can see that the portcullis is being raised a drawbridge which has only recently been constructed that goes over the moat is being lowered and then massive wood and metal gates inside are being opened walking out through that gateway you see the one, the only, Sir Grace himself. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Over the years, our beautiful and talented artist Nathan Davis has created stellar artwork far greater than the utter bullshit it's been associated with. And for 10 years, we've been occasionally badgered with comments like, Hey, this artwork is great. I'd love to have this as the background on my phone. Or, man, this looks really cool. It sure would be neat to have that as my desktop if only it was available somewhere. And come on, guys, you you have the artwork. It's right there. It... It shouldn't be this hard. Well, do I have some good news for you. For at least a dollar, you can download the perfect desktop wallpaper for your computer or that little Google machine you've got there right from our website, sanspansradio.com slash shop, and click the downloads icon. We've currently got several wallpaper packs available, but do check back often as I'm sure we'll add more, maybe in a further 10 years. So once again, that's sanspansradio.com slash shop and click that downloads icon. Hail and well met, adventurers, I say to the seven of you. Um, I, I guess, yeah. Uh, do Treesump does their best to keep their jaw attached to their second jaw. What do you? What is? What does Sir Grace look like? Does uh, as in? What do we see? Please, Sir Grace, describe yourself. 
You described Sir Silvermoon as looking like a fairy tale uh, knight, but I think Sir Grace looks almost like like the the somehow the next step up from that. Maybe I've got my visor open to reveal my face. I like to think I have kind, smiling eyes, obviously with like kind okay. of crow's feet on either side. Um, and, you know, obviously, like I'm an older man, so that shows on my skin and in my wrinkles. Um, <laughs> a little smile on my face as well. Just like a little smile that you're not sure if it's a... If it's one of, uh, if he's just pleased to see you, if he's just happy, or if he's laughing at you, if you know that kind of smile. Okay. And oh, I, yeah. Okay. All right. And I, I guess, yeah. I don't, don't care whichever it is. Ooh. He's hmm, looking same. at me. So. <laughs> the Grey Hill Free Company, I say, pointing to the seven of you. I know. And so then I point to you, Gloppel. Gloppel. Uh, Big T. <gasps> uh, yeah, yes. I... T- each in turn, I point out as though I know them. I don't shit. <laughs> <laughs> was that you saying that, or was that you describing, describing your Describing it. Describing don't, it. Well, saying it in character obviously is going to lead to confusion, isn't it? It has. That. I'm panicking. I'm meeting God. <laughs> <laughs> um, to what do I owe the pleasure? Um... I, I look at Morimarsh to see what Morimarsh is doing. I want to, I want to take, take take their lead, really, at this point. Morimarsh says, um, "Can we speak privately?" Of course, of course. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely. Please, right this way. I'll turn around on the drawbridge and head back into the castle. Everyone follows suit. Mm-hmm. Oh, privately, but all of us. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Hell yeah. Um, I'll lead them into, I assume there's a throne room in the castle? There is, yeah, there's a throne room. There's, uh, if you're looking, if you are genuinely looking for somewhere private, there is like a eating hall off to one side almost immediately as you come in. Mm-hmm. The eating hall, it's the very same eating hall that a certain unky dick was first introduced <laughs> so long ago. Huh. Um. Is it private in there? Is there anybody else around? Or is it kind of hard the, to avoid just people in general? Uh, this level of the castle is mostly unoccupied. Okay. Uh, where's my dragon? <laughs> well, you can have the dragon wherever you want. Okay, I would like to take them to the throne room, which is full of gold and the dragon. But I right. imagine in front of the throne, there is like a, like a table, maybe even with a map of the area. That uh, I've been I, maybe pouring over. Yeah. Sure. Can I ask the dragon, would you have done would you have done it quickly or slowly with the dragon? Whatever would have <laughs> probably quickly. Well, no, slowly, slowly, slowly. Okay, what? cool. <laughs> okay. 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 Um this whole time, like, what's the vibe we're getting? Like, yeah, because like, gen- I know, yeah, let's do a quick vibe check. Because when we when we walked up, there's like people worshiping awful. Yeah, but then there's like this guy. He's he's handsome. Sure, he's a little bit older, but he's he handsome. Magical. We maybe as we're walking, tales. I'm even I'm even talking about like you know I do my best to keep up with all the adventuring companies. You know that's just the done thing. And let me tell you, some of your exploits they've made their way to me, and they're very impressive. Up the up the back, Sir Silvermoon and a bunch of the knights would probably be following, unless given other orders by you, Sir Grace. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. They can they can follow, unless okay. the 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 Greyhill Free Company don't want them here. In which case, but if they well, if they don't voice, them, we're not going to voice that to literally yeah. anything. So, 
Uh, again, yes, they're um, what's that? What's that vibe check? What's the vibe? vibe? <laughs> yeah, is it, what's is, it like? Is it good? Surely it's good, and we'll find out just how good it is next time on Stories of the Grey Hill Free Company. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sans Pants Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&Ds for Nerds on your favourite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.